Welcome to Art Talk with April, Season 2. I'm April Harris of Inked April, located in Birmingham, Alabama. This season, we'll be talking with new artists and professional expert artists. So I hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Art Talk with April. Today, we have Justin C.M. Brown. This is an absurdist artist. Um, He does a lot of digital stuff. I think you've got like some music stuff going on. I mean, you're doing all these things. So tell us what you mean by absurdist. Great. Thank you so much for having me, April. I really enjoy your podcast. I I really appreciate your time today. I'm just really glad to be here. Thank you so much. So yes, um, I consider myself an absurdist artist. Uh, I I do associate that with the absurdist philosophy of Albert Camus. Um, It's something along the lines of there is no inherent meaning to anything, to the universe, to life, to all the stuff. And so as living sentient beings, we're able to find our own meaning. And that's like our purpose. And so uh, as an absurdist artist, I create art uh, without knowing what it is or why I'm doing it. And uh, I have a kind of process to kind of figure it out for myself. Mm. But I see myself as equal with my audience in Mm. that, you know, I have an interpretation of my work and somebody else is going to have something completely different. And I like to think of them as being equal and that just, you know, I kind of create something and then I, I leave it up to people to decide. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of the approach on what, what I believe an absurdist artist to be. I'm sure other people have uh, their own interpretations and that's kind of the point. Yeah. (laughs) That's really awesome. I think that that um, really speaks to a lot of the issues that are, I think a lot of artists have trouble with, with like the art world and, you know, how we're all like um, put into categories and defined and, you know, it's all sort of um, controlled in a way, you know, like, right. We can't just be whatever, you know, according to some people. Right. Right. That's really cool. (laughs) Yeah. No. And you know, there's two things about, about genres of art. Yeah. You know, like, cause there's, there, there are so many specific styles of art and there's two things, one good, one bad. The good part is that when you um, associate yourself with a specific genre, mm-hmm. it's easy to relate it to other people. And it's easy and it's even easier to find other people who approach or at least create art in a similar style. Like, like I love geometric abstraction. Just love it. Just can't get enough of it. And so that's a very specific genre. And so anytime I want, I can look up geometric abstraction and I can, I have a general idea of what it's going to be. Now, the bad part about that is that with these genres, it becomes a marketing thing. It's like, okay, well, in this field, this is the, this is the most successful person and then everybody's below. So it's kind of like, you know, uh, it it hurts to associate yourself with a genre because you're like, well, I'm just entering the ranks somewhere in the middle or whatever, you know? And so genres are great for finding things, but it's also, I, I would hope that artists don't 
into into that comparison game of like oh well that's it so i'm only you know it, comparison no we're not uh, we're not here for it you're an artist make art yeah yeah i think that's one of those really tough tough lessons to learn as an artist is to not do that it's so yeah. easy to like fall into that behavior and just do that you know right yeah so how okay let's let's start with where are you located at I currently live in Los Angeles with my, with my partner Andrea and my dog Pacino cool have you always lived there or I moved in I moved to LA in 2010 uh, I lived a lot of different places in the United States um, between 2004 and 2010, I lived in um, San Diego and Las Vegas and New Jersey and Maryland and Florida, Northern California, just just all over the place. Uh, working with a marketing company, yeah. and um, in 2010, uh, I moved to Los Angeles with my little brother. Loved it here ever since. You know, I've been around, but I I really I really appreciate Los Angeles. It's uh, it's yeah. home to me. Yeah, that's really great, and. Um... How did you get into making art? Was it something that you did as a child or um, where did all of this creativity come from? <laughs> um, so I think I think the easiest, the most like official beginning would be around when I was like 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. Um, I started making music on my parents' computer. You know, after completing some songs, what's next? You got to you got to make the art. And so, uh, and I'll and I'll you know date myself here. Uh, it was probably 1998. No, no, uh, <laughs> some sometime around the 2000s. And uh, so I I began on Adobe Photo Deluxe 2.0 before it turned into Photoshop. Uh-huh. Um, just making cover art for my electronic music alter ego, Emperor Steve. <laughs> Yeah. And so uh, just cover art, you know, uh, T-shirt designs. I was um, in high school. I was really into uh, the iron on transfers. I feel like that was new for the time, but like, you know, inkjet iron on transfers. And so um, it started there. So been doing that for a solid 20 years now. Wow. Wow. That's really awesome. Do you mind me asking, like, what kind of computer were you working on? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just you know uh the pc maybe like an hp something yeah. like that yeah um oh that's really fun <laughs> yeah so you know i started i got started on uh fl studio which was fruity loops at the time version three so <laughs> if you if you use fl studio you know that's i mean it's all 20 years ago before yeah. photoshop so, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been doing photoshop since before photoshop yeah. <laughs> so, but as far as after that, and what I think a lot of my current work, like current digital work draws on is uh, I, I've had a long career in marketing and advertising, uh, specifically uh, sign design. And so I've been working with Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop, like for, for a job yeah. for quite some time. And, you know, uh, in a back burner kind of way that like gave me a lot of the skills that I rely on now, oh. you know, when somebody, when a client sends over a logo in a JPEG, 
And I know you're a graphic designer, so I know you I know you get it. You're like, okay, well, what do I do? How do I recreate this? So you learn the smooth tool and you learn like, you know, how to adjust the angles and the vectors and all that stuff. So I would say that that's kind of where, where my artistic skill comes from, like the actual act of doing it. Yeah. But it definitely started needing to make cover art for my, my music. So it's, it's always gone hand in hand for me. Yeah. And so like... I noticed that you're doing sort of these 3D sort of gallery spaces too. The website that I use is artsteps.com. Okay. Um, it's a free website for any artist. You can sign up. You can uh, create your own galleries. They have templates. It's easy oh, to use. I recommend okay. it to everybody. A really easy tool to arrange your art in a 3D space. At the beginning of 2021, mm-hmm. I decided to dig out all of my old music that, you know, I, I'd been making music since I was 16. Yeah. So I had, uh, I believe, 18 hours of unreleased music. And wow. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this seriously. It. I made it when I was 16. I don't care if somebody listens to it and they say, hey, it sounds like a teenager made this. I'd be like, thank you for your comment. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Uh, so I just had to take everything seriously and I wanted to put everything out. So I had about a hundred songs that I that of that chunk, yeah. And then at the same time, um, during the beginning of the COVID quarantine in, in March of 2020, I started writing a novel slash screenplay, right? Nice. So I have this <laughs> this writing, and I have this music, and I had done uh, some painting to use as the covers for the music. Now it's yeah. like, how do I how do I get all this together? How do I, because I wanted to release them at the same time, but I didn't know how. So I was looking around for like virtual spaces, like something like a widget for my website or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, I came across Art Steps and, you know, they have this virtual gallery platform. But what was really cool was that at the beginning of the pandemic, they made everything free because Mm -hmm. they they knew that like galleries were closed and people couldn't do the thing. So they wanted to make their tools available to artists so that they could continue. And I, I, you know, I, I can't say enough good things about art steps, but I think that that was a really, really cool thing for them to do. And so uh, the first gallery that I did was uh, a, a combination of my music and writing yeah. through the painting in a virtual space, just because I was like, you know, I, I just got to go all out. Just yeah. if I'm going to do one thing, I'm going to go all out. And uh, so I had a really good experience making that first gallery just kept going i was like well i have all this art on my you know i have a backlog of art that i've never taken seriously so i was like well i have virtual gallery space so i may as well put that out so i just you know and it just keeps going from there and now uh i'm on my eighth gallery this year if anybody is listening to this and they want to try it out feel free to message me and i will share all the information i know because i really it feels good like i enjoy it as like you know the space and I'm you know also the thing is that I love the accessibility of it you know I live in Los Angeles my parents are in North Carolina I have friends all over the world Mm -hmm. and I want people to be able to see it if I get a gallery in Los Angeles you know I I have my LA friends that can come but that's that's it yeah so I really appreciate the virtual gallery so that it's it's just accessible it's safe social distance no (laughs) you know and, and you know you can you can enjoy yourself at your own pace I really appreciate the virtual gallery thing. Of course, I, I love the in-person because, I mean, there's no, 
There's no replacing being able to like walk up and look at the brush strokes and stuff. There's no replacing. Sure, it's sure, okay. Sure. But just as far as a experience that you can have at home, I think virtual galleries are a great to the world of art in general. Yeah, yeah. I think I thought, wow, man, I don't know why I don't see more of that. I don't know why I don't see more artists taking advantage of that. I haven't seen anyone else doing that. So, I mean, you may you may be aware of other people who are using it, but I was like, that's pretty cool. Because then you can actually kind of tell a story or make it all connect together and have sort of a, a feeling around it, you know, and people can walk through and experience it in a different kind of way, you know, and like you said, pretty much anywhere around the world, right? They could check it out. So right. that's pretty cool. When we create art, we often have a specific release strategy in mind. You know, mm -hmm. like if you're an Instagram artist, you have it in your mind, like as you're making it, that it's going to go there. Yeah. And and if you're a gallery painter and you're used to being in galleries, you think, okay, this is going to hang on a wall there, the sunlight, all that. Mm -hmm. And I think creating virtual spaces is a considerable amount of labor. It it, it does it does take time to to build the whole thing. And mm -hmm. so you have to be sure that it's what you want to do. <laughs> Otherwise, you get stuck halfway. Because, you know, adjusting the, the, the angles of the tour camera and all that stuff, oh, yeah, it takes yeah. time. It's, it's not hard, but it definitely takes time. They actually give you a, a good amount of control to, like, shape your environment, like, with the colors and the angles of the walls and the lighting and all that stuff. So, you know, it's not just a, a template to drop your stuff into. Oh, like, as good. an artist, you have you have control of that as well. So. I would really recommend it. It's uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Taking a look at your work and your music and everything and all of the stuff you got going on. What is your vision? Is it all around like just the absurd kind of thing? Like how are you making this work? Like what what is your story there? Thank you for that question. I often <laughs> ask that myself. I, I think. I think that as a general beginning point, a lot, if not most, if not all of my art comes from a mental process that I've recently adopted in the last maybe five years, mm -hmm. which is appreciating, like consciously appreciating the ideas that come into an artist's mind mine specifically. <laughs> and, you know, I, I say this because before, you know, I would have ideas and ignore them or just like, you know, play around with it in my head for 30 seconds and then forget it. Yeah. And the, I think I've made a great habit out of sketching stuff, mm. out of taking notes in my phone, of writing things down of, you know, just, just real quick, just get it down, just something and then and after that, taking that sketch and trying to turn it into what it wants to be. Mm. Uh, I really, I try to, because there's no explaining where these ideas come from, right? You know, you're just laying in bed and all of a sudden, like, it's just like colors. Yeah. You're, like, <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. What? <laughs> That's, thank you. What, what does this mean? And, and there's no instructions. And you're just like, 
okay, colors. And so you got to write that down and then you get up in the morning and you're like, hmm, what colors were they? It was like greenish, I think. It, and, you know, of course, it, it goes with the mind stuff. So it's like it was like a greenish, orangish, purple, you know, that those colors that don't exist. But you you know that they're there. It makes sense of it in this world. It's like, okay. yeah. Um, but I I really think it's uh, it's an expression of small, creative, creative energies like just and and. I really, I really hope to appreciate in myself and in others and encourage others to appreciate it in themselves, just the, the day-to-day static creative energy that I believe everyone feels. It's not just artists. Everyone's an artist in my book. Like, yeah. I, I say this right now, you're an artist, and the next time you put mayonnaise on a piece of bread for a sandwich, notice that. You are an artist because there is a way that you put it on there. You know, do you spread it? Do you dot it? Like, that's the same thing painters do. Some of them. (laughs) Um, But like everything that we do is art. The way that the way that we communicate, you know, if if you can say that operas are art and rap is art. And so what about and poetry is art? Then communication is art. Relationships are art. Uh, Nature very clearly. Yeah, uh, a, a type of art. And so I just, I really, I try to, in my life to appreciate like that static background day-to-day kind of creative energy. Mm. And the more I leaned into it, the more I had to generate stuff like the art that I make now. Mm. Just, and, and to follow through, like, like, don't just leave it in the notebook, make yeah. it the thing, put it out, now you can rest it's 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 that take it from the the smallest kernel seed that you can get and take it all the way till it's on your feed and somebody clicks like and now you're done and (laughs) and because because it's not just about creating it it's about sharing it Mm. it's about creating it from a from a, a an appreciation of your own creative energy like I appreciate it. I appreciate that I'm an artist. I've really, I'm fortunate that I get to do this. Yeah. And so, because I do this, I sh- I I want to share it with the world in a way that encourages other people to create in that in whatever way they see fit. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like I, I prefer the word encourage rather than inspire. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think that there's like some magic transfer of creative energy i think that everybody has that creative energy and that if i'm able to make art honestly and release it as it is then i hope that other people will want to do it for themselves mm-hmm. and and whatever it is whatever it might be whether it's sculpting whether it's poetry whether it's you know ambient guitar jams whatever it is i want people my approach to art to encourage others to find their approach to art because they're all different they're all different and i i just think being creative is one uh, one of the greatest things about being alive (laughs) and about being human is like I put these colors together and they don't exist like this in nature. So it's like, okay, well now I'm, now I'm, I'm sure that I'm real. I'm here. (laughs) I did that. 
Yeah. Yeah. I can't, man, I've got so many questions and so many things to say. <laughs> well, well, whatever. If, if you're <laughs> let's have a good time. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I totally agree with you. I feel like everyone is an artist and that, you know, even the term artist is kind of, you know, people put a lot of pressure on themselves to even call themselves an artist, but it's really, you know, just the process of creating something and it can happen anywhere at any time doing anything, right? So um, it doesn't have to be so defined, but I'm like you, I wish that people would be encouraged to like make it a part of their lives, like be more intentional about, you know, what can I make? What can I bring to the world? You know, what colors do I want to put together? What shapes? What does this mean to me? You know, and try to, you know, like um, establish some kind of just a practice of being intentional with it, right? Right. I mean, for me personally, it's healing to create stuff. And I feel like everyone should do it. Like the same as like brushing your teeth every morning or combing your hair, you know, it should just be something that we are, we're all doing because we're human, you know? So um, I totally get it. I'm right there with you when you're, so you're like, let's see, your ideas are coming to you. You're, you've got these creative energies going on and you're making notes of it. And then you're bringing it into process. Do you, do you, I guess you're saying that you, you create something from every idea that comes to you or try to, yeah. I'll give it a shot. You know, um, sometimes I realize the sketch is incomplete and that makes it really difficult. I mean, I have my notebook here. Mm. Um, so I can show you like, these are, these are not what you would call, uh, well, well thought out sketches. Literally it's what appears in in my brain and i do my best this is the one i put out today yeah (laughs) and yeah this is to what end that's coming out these are all from um part eight coming out this this okay but you can see i mean this this is the proof this is they're not they're not like my 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 pen and paper skills are not not my it's not my strong suit but it is what i have to do in order to keep these ideas with me because my brain does not sort them very well. <laughs> yes, yes. I I actually have many notebooks that look almost identical to that. Yeah. I'll just draw out something real quick. Like if it, I'll be, you know, driving in the car or something and pull over and like do a little doodle like that. And it doesn't look like anything. Anybody else would look at it and be like, okay, what is this? these markings, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like trying to draw a little person or doing, you know, doing something or whatever. And um, I'll make little notes next to it. Like, this is what this is for myself yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'll keep up with ideas that way too. So I, I know what you're doing there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so it, it's a weird thing to start doing. Like, you know, for anybody listening, like it's a if you don't like it's a weird thing to start doing because you look at that piece of paper later and you're like, well, I am not any closer. Well, <laughs> you, you take that, but th- basically, it's like 
it's like a mental it's like a mental map sort mm -hmm. of it's like you use that that sketch to get back to what was in your head because mm -hmm. and, and then you'd like ask yourself questions like oh what what were the sh what were the of this what were the colors you know and then you can kind of bring yourself back to whatever that idea is but you got to take it out so it doesn't get lost in the yeah. in the blender yeah and i mean like even i don't even know that i go so far as recognizing colors and stuff but of course my work is more like like realist sort of elements put together and that kind of thing yeah. so yeah, i'm a like, lot of biology themes that you got going you know, like pulling like concepts together and, and making something else, but um, and kind of having a feeling around it, like what it might mean to me. Do you have that? Like, I mean, I guess I guess what I'm getting at is especially when you're you're doing the absurd, absurdist thing that do you do you have like any goal behind it or meaning behind it no None. <laughs> no um you know i i will say this uh i think it takes me as long to name a piece as it does to make it uh, it takes about an hour like you know on average i would say it's an hour to an hour and a half and naming it does take about an hour like i just because when i'm in the artistic process of like creating the image yeah all i'm focused on is trying to get as close as possible to what i originally saw and that's of course long gone i try to get as close as possible and when i think i've got it i stop like and you know generally don't play with it too much further mm -hmm. but then once it's done then i allow my I like analytical brain to come in and be like, okay, what do, what just happened? What do we just do here? Like, what is this? What is this? Yeah. And so, and then, you know, I, I, I run through, I'm like, is it space? Is it love? Is it, uh, is it a palm tree? <laughs> I don't like, you know, like, uh, so, and, and, and so that's why, you know, it takes like an hour to title each piece and wow um but but you know to keep with that absurdist thing that's my interpretation of the art you yeah. know so it is my general philosophy that artists and all artists use the same infinite creative energy that's mm -hmm. like available to us in an alternate dimension that we can just kind of pull out and make something that's like it's the energy and material required to create something new mm -hmm. and so we have this energy and it filters through us as artists like our beliefs our our, our materials our ideas our relationships our moods like this energy the singular energy filters through us and then out comes the art yeah. so uh i i recognize all of my art as being made of the same stuff and and then however i'm feeling or whatever's on my mind or you know uh whether it relates to a specific experience or memory that's kind of what guides this resource into what you see mm. so um 
you know, I see all art as being made of the same stuff. And which is kind of, it's, it's, uh, it's weird because, you know, at the same time, your ego fights it, right? Like, you're like, no, I made this. I, but, you know, if you build a house, you didn't grow the trees yourself. Yeah. You know, like there, it requires materials. It requires something, something more than what you just have. You can have the skills, but you need material Mm. to, to build it. And so, I think of it as like an infinite creative resource that people draw upon and then it becomes what it is by going through the artist's filter. Yeah. So that's how it's unique to each one of us is that right. it's coming through us. Right. Yeah. And then, and then, and when you see it like that and you realize that art is a product of the artist, mm. you know, whether, and I mean, whether it's imitation or whether it's completely unique or an original or imitation or um, playing off of a certain style, mm. you know, how someone approaches that style is a part of their identity. Mm. You know, like, oh, I went to a Van Gogh exhibit when I was seven, so I really like sunflowers. That's going to come out when you're an artist at 35 years old. Yeah. Like, whether whether you know it or not, like, your experience is shaped the way that you approach yeah you know you can't make something that you can't make (laughs) you you only you can only make the art that you can make which is why it's so important for everyone to make art because it's always a unique thing Mm -hmm. and and you know what that stuff that you're working on first year first day still art you're still an artist you're still creating art you're still expressing what you want to express in the world and so you're already checking all the boxes Mm -hmm. it might not be the outcome that you had imagined but you're still an artist you're still generating art and you're still making good use of your creative energy yeah so that's that's the thing is that like if you're aspiring to something great don't beat yourself up don't yeah. You're aspiring you're aspiring to something great. Just know just know that in your heart it's going to be hard. Do it. <laughs> it's going to be hard. Do it. Well, thank Start. you so much Justin for talking to me today. Um Absolutely. and where can we find your art at? Uh my art is on jcmbmade.com. Um you can also find music on emperorsteve.com. And uh, my writing at zodiacwaning.com. My all my social media handles are jcmbmade.com or jcmbmade. Yeah. Uh, please add me, message me. I'm a friendly guy. I love talking about art, whatever you like. <laughs> um, also like to Black by Young is an yeah. excellent artist in Los Angeles. Makes clothes and skateboards. Check that out as well. And April, I really appreciate it. I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much. And I look forward to all your episodes in the future. Thank you so much, Justin. And like and subscribe. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Art Talk with April. For more information on this episode, join the Facebook group, The Art Lounge. Please subscribe and share. See you next Tuesday. Hope you have a great week.